She's my local ding dong. But I love her anyway. And she puts up with me. I'm really the ding dong, not her. It's great to see you, Central. Muy buenos días a todos. ¿Quién habla español aquí? Ah, qué bueno. Les felicito. Es el idioma más precioso que hay en el mundo, ¿verdad? You all got that, right? A few phrases here and there. We are delighted to have an opportunity to be here and to see you and to get to know you a little bit. We thank the Lord for all the years that we were able to be around these parts. And he remembers a few of the things. Zach just remembers a few of them. We're glad he survived us and that he could be a part of the body of your midst in these days. We are delighted to have I'm going to tell you a story today, a true story, one that comes out of Mexico. I grew up in Mexico. My parents were missionaries there. So I've been speaking Spanish all my life that I can remember because it was I was just two and a half, three years old when we went there. And we've had the privilege of going back and serving there for several years at different intervals. And uh, we are thankful for those opportunities. But I want to tell you a story, a true story. It comes out of our experience in Mexico. Any of you remember when you were in junior high? Wasn't that long ago, really, but maybe. You remember junior high? You remember how you thought? Huh? You remember how you acted at home, in school? Let's see, you would have been about 13, right? 12, 13, 14, right in there. Well, this guy that I'm going to tell you about was that age. If you remember back then, maybe you can identify a little bit with, with what I want to share with you. Because this young man went to school one day and realized that uh, he wasn't all that well accepted, he thought. By the way, it's not me. This is somebody else. A new kid came to school. And they hit it off. The only situation was that this new kid, his age, of course, lived only a few blocks from where he lived. So it was nice that they could spend some time together, not just in school, but out of school. And this young man that who had met, who had just come into the new school, was 
kind of dealing with some difficult things. His mom and dad had divorced. Then his mom remarried, and they divorced. And he ended up with the divorced father, not his original father, nor his original mother. And the divorced father married another woman. And so he was living with two divorced parents who were not really his parents. They had a little baby. And he, at junior high age, kind of sidelined. And that probably. Some of you may have lived in some kind of situation that fat yourselves. But he was having trouble in his junior high years to figure out what life was about for him and, and for his family and for those around him. Not a very happy kid, really. He was in Mexico, didn't know Spanish. With a father that was really his stepfather and a mother that was his stepmother. Neither of which were his biological parents. Well, my... Uh, these two boys got together. They began to share their story with each other and, and their feelings about things. And, and they were both struggling with this whole idea of junior high age and what was going on in their lives and not feeling very connected to the rest of the kids around in the school. One day, they, they came up with an idea. The kid with the divorced parents felt like it would be better for him to go back to his real mom. How could he do that? He was 150 miles south of the border. His other friend now, his new friend, began to talk together about the idea of trying to get him back to his real mom. They came up with a plan. The plan was to ride their bicycles 150 miles to the border and cross there and get hold of a mom we hadn't seen for quite a few years. So one day, since they had uh, gym class, the first period of the day, they got together and they skipped. You never did that kind of thing. Uh, good. Well, they skipped out. It was gym class. They were out in the, playing soccer or something out in the field. It was easy for them to slip out under the fence of the, of the school, and they took off. 
they each went back to their homes and got a bicycle. They started their riding. Well, it got tiring for a while there, you can imagine. They found someone that uh, put their bikes up in the truck, in his truck, and took them a little further down the road. When mom and dad came home, they wondered why these boys had not shown up. As a matter of fact, one of the boys' mom worked in the school. She was one of the teachers. And usually, when she drove family, she would pick up, she would meet two kids, his older sister and him, and come home. And he didn't show up, and so they came on home. Figured maybe he'd gone with some friend somewhere. After a while, the mom thought even maybe, maybe the dad had picked him up. After a while, when they got back together, they realized that nobody had picked them up, and they didn't know where he was. Well, the hours crept up on them, and they began to get a little panicky. What's happened? to our son. Where is he? They call friends of, of his, their families. Have you seen him? I don't know where. Yeah, I mean, he didn't come with us. He was in school, but we haven't seen him. And so the parents began to panic. This is a true story. The band call all they could think of. Might have seen him. He wasn't at school anymore. He wasn't at a friend's house anymore. They could not find where he was at all. So they began to panic even more, and friends along with them. And, and so one friend went to the bus station to see if maybe they were at the bus station. Another friend went to the train station to see if they were at the train station. And another friend looked around at the taxis and everything. And this is a city of four million people. Nowhere to be found. His older sister, of course, was worried as well. What has happened to my little brother? Well, there's only one thing to do, as parents thought. And so mom got in one car and dad got in another car and they went out to the highways. There were several highways that went back to the border. They knew that their son was familiar more with two 
particular highways. So they went out to those highways, began to drive along and keeping in touch as much as they could. Looking to see if there was any bicycle. Finally, the dad was ready to give up. It was halfway to the border. No sign. Two boys on a bicycle. A bicycle. And he decided in his mind, I'm going to go just a little bit further, and then I'm going to turn around and go back. Just before he was ready to turn around, he saw two bicycles along the highway. He passed them down the road a little bit further and pulled off onto the side of the road. Got out of his car and went to the back, leaning against the trunk of the car, waiting for the boy to get to where he was. Not knowing what they would do. Would they go on around him and keep going? As he stood there, watching, waiting, saw two tired 13-year-old boys come up and stop at the back of the car. And Dad said to his son, what do you want to do? Are you ready to come? Said finally, I'm ready to come home. I'm ready to come home. And so they got the two bikes and put them in the trunk of the car the best they could. Both boys got in the car and they came home. Now that's a true story. And I was that dad. It's my 13 year old son, our 13 year old son took off that day, headed for the border. I'm not sure what they thought. They didn't have their papers with them to cross the border. They didn't have passports with them. They didn't have anything other than their bicycles. And I don't know if they even had a change of clothes. But I know the panic that I sensed seeing my son gone and not having any idea where he was. Got hold of Sylvia on another highway. Let her know that I'd come. He came. I tell you that story because the more I've thought about that incident, 
panic and the hurt and the fear that I felt as a dad. I began to realize that I, as a child of God, needed to know And that my Father in heaven seeking me. And as my tears rolled that day, my face, losing a son, began to think how much God weeps for those who have not come. Because he is the seeking God, just the way that I sought my son that day. God seeks me. God, your Father, seeks you. He's a seeking God. And he invites you to come home to him. I can't really express in words the anguish that I felt as a dad, I didn't know where my son was. I began to realize how much God loves me. That He sent His Son to seek me and to die on the cross that I might come. And live with him eternally. You know what the scripture says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all the rest will be added unto you. By the way, that son went to Central Christian College, graduated from Central Christian College, and now serves the Lord out in Colorado. Because I finally realized how much I loved him, his mom loved him, and more than that, how much God loved him. He, God, is seeking you today. Maybe you've run away. Maybe you're trying to get away. You think it's hogwash, but we talk about it in chapel service like this. Maybe stop long enough. I hope you have. Realize how much God loves you. He is a seeking God, and because He's a seeking God. He can invite you to come home to him. You might be a part of the family of God. 
I would never have given up on my son. Had I not found him, I would have gone to great extremes to try to find him. God knew where he was. God knows where you are. He knows your heart just as he knows mine. And he knows where you are in your journey. My question for you this morning. You come home to God. You are here at Central and He's seeking you here. He invites you to come. Because He loves you and seeks you. And you are important to Him. More important than my son was and is to me. If you haven't come home, you can make that decision today. Because God is not only Mexico, he's here too. You come to I love what scripture says. I just went through a few of the verses that I felt were important. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. All these things will be given to you, Matthew wrote. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists, that he rewards those who seek him. Blessed are they who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart. Oh, Thomas said, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word, my heart, that I might not sin against you. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. He's near here like this morning. I don't know what attitude you came into this chapel service with this morning. I don't know if you're trying to run away from God. You really came to seek him. But I can tell you, he's here. And he is seeking anyone that's ready to come to him.
Will you bow your heads with me in prayer? Lord, you know every heart here. Not a one of us. Not a one of us is a stranger to you. When you invite us to come home, you seek us. You didn't stay up in heaven and say, hey, I hope someday they'll take note. You came in Jesus to tell us your love, your seeking love, to die on the cross that we might be forgiven, even as I have forgave my son for running away. You're ready to forgive us this morning. Lord, if there's someone here who needs to let go. Get off their bicycle that's taking them away from home. And come home. I just pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit may work in their hearts and lives. Bring them back to you. For you are a seeking God. And you're inviting us to come home. And we can come because you've told us that so clearly in your word. If this morning you're ready to come home, will you just lift your hands and praise to God? Say, here am I, Lord. Forgive me. Change me. I'm ready to come home. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and we have a song or two. Will you stand with me? Can I finish on time? <laughs> Thank you for the privilege of letting us be here. A young man graduated from Central Christian College, as I told you, and he's serving the Lord today. Too bad he's away out in Colorado, but anyway. And he has three children of his own. It's because he came home. God wants you to come home to him. May God bless you as you go through this day and the days ahead. Always walk toward home with God. Amen.